Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis, and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. So I drove to wherever I was going, and it just so happened to be like this adorable little downtown. It's cute. Um, and I was just like, oh, let's explore. And they had just this cute little bookstore. So I was like, oh, I want to be that person. I'm just going to like that. go bookstore shopping. So, um, so yeah, so I just explored, and I really wanted to like find the book lovers, but they didn't have it. So mm-hmm. I was just like browsing. I was like, I feel like I have to buy a book. Like, yeah. So to it commemorate was, the moment. Exactly. So, yeah, it's like a Jane Austen there's like three of them, I guess, that she's written. Or not Jane Austen, this other author, but they're like murder mysteries, like based on the books. So I haven't started it yet, but it's, that'll be really interesting. I haven't read like any of Jane Austen's books. It's on my Ever? list. No, it's on my list this year to read one. <gasps> oh my god, Sarah, you have to. Oh my god, I can't. Ugh, ugh. So you okay. can pick one for me to read. I mean, I feel like we have to start with Pride and Prejudice. Okay. I feel like you just have to. Yeah. Just because it's. This is based on Sense and Sensibility, so. Okay. Which I haven't read either. I mean, that one, like, they're all great. Yeah. I love them all. <laughs> but Pride and Prejudice is, like, such a classic. Yeah. But, and I know you know, like, the high-level story mm-hmm. of it, but. Yeah, I want to read one. It's been on my list this you year. Got, to I, you need to experience Mr. Darcy more than any of the other ones. <laughs> like, that's just what we need. So that that is my choice for you. A very easy decision for me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll so. start there. But, yeah, so I just explored that, and then. What was the vibe of the store? Was it, like. It was. I felt like it was kind of like how we wanted our space to be. Oh. Like it was, it was like very like old school brick inside, and <gasps> I love it. yeah, they just had like cute little areas set up, and oh. it was very cute. Did they have like a cafe? They didn't have a cafe in there. No, oh, sad. I know. Did they have like fun like gifty type mm-hmm. things? Oh, yeah. They have they had like little like like candles, and they had some bookmarks, and they had they had puzzles which I got like one for my mom. Um, this reminds me of two books that mm-hmm. I've seen recently. So I actually I also not in a fun bookstore, but I went to Barnes and Nobles mm-hmm. because I got some. So Richard got me a Barnes and Noble gift card for my birthday. That's exciting. But he didn't tell me how much was on it. He mm-hmm. was just like, oh, you'll you'll discover when you're there. And I'm like, okay, it's probably like fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, so I, I went all around Barnes and Nobles. I of course had my big stack of yep. books that I whittled down to three mm-hmm. and I, they were all paperbacks, which was nice. So it was like 40 ish dollars. Mm-hmm. So I felt like the card would cover it and it did. Mm-hmm. And then I asked the lady, I was like, Oh, how much do I have left? Yeah. She's like, Oh, 160. And I was like, what? How much money is on this? You're like, thank you. husband. <laughs> I, know, I called him. I was like, I'm sorry. What did you do? He's like, Oh shoot. I should have gone with you. I was like, yeah, I was like, you should, I like, my eyes like were like, what? Yeah. How much money do I have to spend for Barnes and Nobles? And then my dad also got me a gift card for $50. So yeah. I'm like, you're rich. I'm rich. I am Barnes and Nobles rich. So I'm like, that's let's exciting. Go. I'm trying to like pace my, I'm like, yeah. don't go buy a bunch of books right now. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Just like, you can, every time you go now though, you can enjoy the experience. And if you want, you can buy a book. You can. Mm-hmm. I can do that for at least 10 more visits. Yes. Now. So anywho, um, but one of the books I grabbed mm-hmm. is also like a murder mystery, yeah. but like a sweeter version of a murder. Like, okay. I don't know how to describe like, yeah, 
But that. like the same vibe as that where it's like it's fun, yeah. but it's technically a murder mystery. But this mm-hmm. one is like um it's very like cottagey okay. and it's like creatures. Like there's like a cute little cottage fox yeah. on the cover. I can't I can't even remember the name of it, honestly. Um I just saw it and I read it up the back and I was like Absolutely. Yes. yes. Um, but it just, it has that like sweet, like cottage yeah. murder mystery, but like woodland creatures vibe. Okay. I don't know, but it looks adorable. So I'll, I'll let you know how that yeah. goes. I'll show that to you later. But Aaron also sent me a book mm-hmm. that I think you and I will just like love. Maybe okay. I'll buy this for you for your birthday. I don't know. But she sent me this link. It's called my lady's choosing okay and it's an it's like a choose your own adventure romance novel what yes like look at that oh it it didn't oh did it oh no go back doesn't that look that's adorable it looks so cute it's an interactive romance novel Apparently there's like scotsman there's like all of these things it sounds delightful yeah the reviews are like this isn't a work of art, but it's right. really fun. Yeah. So like, cause some people were like, Oh, this is terrible. And other folks were like, this is a fun book. Right. It's meant to be like just an enjoyable, enjoyable yeah. experience. It's a chiclet kind of thing. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm kind of, that's into- exciting. So I haven't bought this one, okay. but, um, she sent it to me and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like an interactive, I can get behind choose that. Choose your own adventure romance novel. Yes, please. I just think that would be really – I also was thinking maybe the next time we do um, a readathon, mm-hmm. how fun this would be since that we would, would be all so be cool. on our own adventures and we can, like, I love that. talk about the adventure we went on and yes. see if anyone had, like, shared experiences. I don't know. This feels like – That's a perfect readathon book. Right? Yes. Welcome <laughs> back, everybody. Welcome back for finale week. Finale week. This is our last episode. Yeah. Hence with- finale week. <laughs> So, episode 16. Chapters 75 through 82. All the way to the end. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, What a roller coaster it's been. This is... It's crazy to think that this started out with Farrah going back to the spring court, and now it's like and everyone's we are. working together to destroy <laughs> Hybern in the end. It's just... So much happens in this book. I know. From start to finish. Mm-hmm. It's like crazy. Yep. Because the mini we record this week is mm-hmm. like our top five favorite moments from this book yeah and so when I was like flipping back through it I was like oh my gosh so much happened like the diversity of it was like how do I pick when all this stuff I had a really happened. hard time picking but we'll get to that in the mini-sode this week mm-hmm. but um lots of good things lots of chapters to discuss this week yep um are you ready let's do it okay <laughs> chapter 75 yep um Amran's secret plot is revealed yeah what are your thoughts I was just, Amran, oh my gosh. Like, thank goodness she didn't actually betray Farah and all of Prithian. Yeah. I was so grateful for that. But yes. like, she's planning on sacrificing herself. I'm just like, what is with everyone wanting complete, total self-sacrificing? Like, I get, you know. We're all heroes. We're all heroes, yes. But we can, <laughs> you know, help out a little bit. Like, oh, maybe I'm not going to get myself this and I'll give you money for that. Like, that's yeah. self-sacrificing. No, these people want to, like, completely destroy their <laughs> lives. Like, Give their entire life. Yep. It's very dramatic. It is very dramatic. That is true. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, where we left off mm-hmm. last week was Elaine had just stabbed the King of Highburn in the neck. Right. So at first, we get to see the most immediate aftermath of that, mm-hmm. which Elaine kind of like steps away as soon as she makes that first blow. Yep. Nesta, though. Ooh. Nesta is like relishing in this <laughs> and is like very slowly decapitating the yeah. king. At first, I was trying to understand it's like because she's like twisting the blade like through his like muscles yep. and tendons and all that. And I was like, what is she doing? But then, yeah, she decapitates him. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, and Farrah says, in Nesta's eyes, it was the same look, the same gleam that she'd had that day in Highburn when she pointed her finger at him in a death promise. She smiled a little as if she remembered it too. And then the king's head falls off. Yeah. Like, okay. And like another person who's like inappropriately smiling right now is Cassian. Yes. <laughs> like, Cassian is just watching her and it says that he is smiling grimly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we all are very much enjoying, which I, I get it as, as someone who is very vengeful. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But I'm like, we are enjoying this moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Nessa like picks up his head and it says she did not smile. She only stared and stared and stared. Savage, unyielding, brutal. Brutal. Yes. That's, I feel like it's a brutal move to like decapitate someone. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's crazy to think that it's like Nessa and Elaine. Yeah. They are the ones who did this. Of all the people. Of all the people. Not, all the warriors, all the people with fancy powers. They're the ones who killed Hybern. Just good old-fashioned stab through the neck. I love it. Yes. I mean, he just, like, broke the weaver's neck, so, like... Yeah. We don't have to get complicated with no. killing people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the cauldron's kind of like, oh, that's mm-hmm. scary, and so we're like moving back towards the cauldron right like physical location but we're getting to see everything yeah as we travel um one thing i noticed bryaxis mm-hmm. is like low-key just defending the humans yeah i'm like bryaxis i know and i thought it was really interesting the, the cauldron because we kind of hear what the cauldron's thinking oh yeah um it says that elaine elaine had defended this thief Elaine, who it had gifted with such powers, found her so lovely it had wanted to give her something. It would not harm Elaine, even in even in its hunt to reclaim what it had been taken. Mm. I was like, the the cauldron wanted to gift Elaine powers. Yeah, how interesting. That's really interesting. So, something about her heart. I know. I thought Precious. that was sweet, and it, it just it would not harm Elaine. Yeah, so interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We see a lot of things on the journey back to the physical cauldron. We see Jurian mm-hmm. fighting Draken and Miriam. I was like, are you? Or Drake and Miriam fighting them. Freaking kidding me. Like, seriously. You're on the same side. Drake and Miriam. Like, okay. <laughs> handle this after Highburn's troops have been, like, stopped. Like, like you're in the you middle focus? of a war. You came to help your friends. And you choose now to strike vengeance on yeah. this person. Like, really? He might just be killed by somebody else. Like, just let it be. Like, go fight the for the your team. Nope. No, no. I was like, really? Yeah. I was was like, this is not the time. I was pissed about that. I was (laughs) like, this is ridiculous. I definitely Um, thought so. And, but it's weird because it's like nobody realizes Highburn's been killed. Like in my head, it's kind of one of those movie moments where it's like yeah the king's been killed he's they decapitated raise the head. right they raise the head and everybody's like stopping and staring as this happens yeah and would just like bow to their knees kind of like surrender yeah but it's like nobody even knows that hybrid's dead or they they don't care like yeah. that's the other thing they kind of mentioned is like have are they just so like spurred on by this cause that it's not even about hybrid anymore it's right. about this idea that they 
deserve this in the end. Yeah. Which is also scary. Yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah. And then let's see. We have the High Lords fighting. They're all apparently in their beast forms, which I'm like, just give us the description of know. all the beast forms. And Reese is faltering. No! I was like, oh my gosh, no! Not him! Oh, he needs Farrah's help. He does, but she's stuck with the stupid cauldron, mm-hmm. gets back, and now she's back with Amran. Yep. And obviously she's like, tells Amran the king is dead, and she's like, and you will be too soon, yep. bitch. I know. And Amran tells her, I know, and I need your help to do it. I was like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, you're like, that. no, I'm threatening you. They're right. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then we get Amran's secret. Mm-hmm. Apparently she is, the message from the surreal wasn't about, you know, how to unleash the cauldron on Highburn's armies. Right. It was about how to unleash her. Yeah. Out of this, like, body she was trapped in. It was, it's a, like an unbinding spell. <sighs> so Amran is going to sacrifice herself. Oh my gosh, yeah. So she tells Farah that when she unbinds herself, she's going to basically be able to destroy every single creature, like, that Highburn has Actually, out there. How- I don't know. Like, that's a lot of power. That's a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Varian shows up. I was like, where'd you come from? How'd you know she was here? I know. And he just says, don't. <laughs> and she says, like a hound on a scent. Stop it. Poor Varian. I love them so much. Oh, uh, so Aramon kind of goes into, she's kind of talking to Varian and Fair a little mm-hmm. bit. She says, I watched them for so many eons, humans in my world. There were humans, too. And I watch them love and hate, wage senseless war and find precious peace, watch them build lives, build worlds. I was I was never allowed such things. I had not been designed that way, had not been ordered to do so. So I watched. And that day I came here, it was the first selfish thing I had done. For a long, long while, I thought it was my punishment for disobeying my father's orders, for wanting. I thought this world was some hell he'd lock me into for disobedience. But I think... I wonder if my father knew, if he saw how I watched them love and hate and build and opened that rip in the world, not as punishment, but as a gift. For it has been a gift. This time with you, with all of you, it has been a gift. And she says, tell the High Lord to leave out a cup for me. (laughs) I just, oh, I love that she, you know, you go in thinking certain things are punishment and it's like it, you go full circle and kind of realize it's all been a gift. (laughs) And it's just so sweet. And especially for Amran of all people, because know. we know she's not the feelsy <laughs> and like everybody else, but for her to just feel like her time with everybody has been such a gift. Yeah. I'm like Amran. It's literally the sweetest. Oh. And then she says like specifically to Varian regarding love. Like, I think I might have learned with you though. Perhaps that was a last gift too. Yeah. These two. I know. And then there's no, like, preamble. She just leaps into the cauldron. I was like, whoa. Yep. All right. That's goodbye. She's like, we're going. Um, And so very much like an interesting moment where, so she's in this black mass of the cauldron. Mm -hmm. And then it says, it started far, far beneath us as if she had gone to the Earth's core. And I'm like, what is about to happen? What is Aaron's full form? I don't know. And so, like, Farrah's doing slash feeling slash thinking the yep. spell like it's yep. like everything like consuming her it. yep um and then she loses hold of the cauldron yep and the cauldron shatters into pieces mm-hmm. and then it says 
she came. She exploded from that mortal shell, light binding us, light and fire. She was roaring in victory and rage and pain. And I could have sworn I saw great burning wings, each feather a simmering ember spread wide. Could have sworn a crown of incandescent light floated just above her flaming hair. I'm like, this is epic. Yeah. Epic. And Amran paused. The thing that was inside Amran paused, looked at us at the battlefield, and all of our friends, our family, still fighting in it, as if to say, I remember you. Mm. Yay! Because that was, like, the fear. It was, yeah. like, if Amran ever chose to, like, leave or unbind herself, yeah. that she wouldn't know. Friend her- from foe. Right. Ugh. So she does. She remembers them. It makes me so happy. And then she destroys everything like everything all, all of Hyburn's <laughs> army like and she's like fading away as she does it but she goes out to the ocean like where yeah. all the ships are and she makes like literally just wipes them all out all of them it's crazy epic. yes the epic. power i know we just were like, not expecting this monster just like, like that like, goodbye oh so good it's amazing okay chapter 76 uh is reese and Feyre remake the cauldron I just said Reese, like, sob, <laughs> like, sob, sob, sob. Reese. I know. So, Feyre had just, not Feyre, sorry. So, Amran had just disappeared. She is now just, like, light dancing, mm-hmm. essentially, on the water. Um, and we kind of pivot back to Feyre and Varian. Mm-hmm. And the cauldron had shattered into three pieces. Yeah. But it it's not like the cauldron's just, like, done. No. There's this, like, black, oozing nothingness that is going to start consuming the world. So it's like, oh, we just have one problem after, after the other. Yeah. Like, of course. But I love how this chapter starts. It says, tears slid down Varian's blood-flecked skin as we watched that spot on the sea where Amran had vanished. And I just, that's just, I don't know. It's just precious. It is precious. Just poor Varian. I know. <laughs> there, you know, we joke, like, how, like, People are, like, one of a kind, but, like, yeah. truly, Amran is one of a kind. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's sad. It's sad mm-hmm. that she's gone. But um, so we pivot to this cauldron, the void. Mm-hmm. Reese shows up, and they're kind of trying to think about, like, what do we do? How yeah. do we fix this? Mm-hmm. And Reese is kind of encouraging her, like, well, we like we can try. Like yeah. you, you did this spell with Amran. Like mm-hmm. just try to think those same thoughts and embody that same thing. And you and I together are strong, and we can do this yeah. together. Well, it's funny before he kind of pushes her that way. Farah like goes to the book. Um, oh yeah, she picks up the book <laughs> and she's like trying to read it as if like magically she's learned how to read this, and she realizes yes. no, only Amran can read this. Yeah, so she chucks the book into the cauldron. <laughs> And Reese says, well, that's one way to try it. And yeah. I just, I very much appreciated it in that moment. Just the the slight humor. It's like, really? Just, did that make it better? Make you feel better just chucking the book into the cauldron? I mean, it was useless at that point. I guess, yeah. But it just made me laugh. But then, yeah, Reese is like, Fair is basically a conduit. Yeah. So he, like, convinces her that he can use his power, or she can use his power through her yep. to kind of weld the cauldron back together. Yes. So. But I'm like, do you, what, dude, you were, your power was sputtering out on the yeah. battlefield. Like, you were not doing well. How are you going to yeah. have enough power to remake the cauldron? Nobody has enough power right now. That's no. the horrible part. Yeah. Nobody. Maybe, like, if this was just a one-off day where there was no war and yeah. you were at the height of your power, maybe. 
But let's like, get all seven high lords in here. Right. Hold hands kind of thing. And yeah. Like, conduit Farah. <laughs> but, but no, I was like, do you really think you can remake this thing? I mean, he thinks so. And one thing I did notice, though, which was an automatic red flag to me. Yeah. Is that his shields were still up. Right. I was like, why? I was like, why you're letting Farah in. Why? You always let Farah in. Why do you have shields up against your lovely white mafe person? Yeah. Yeah, immediately I was like, red flag. Yeah. Red flag. I don't like this. This is not, <laughs> no, no. Um. So, but they give it a try. They, mm-hmm. They're they doing it. Farrah's channeling this power. She says, it flowed and flowed a burst dam of night. And I just like that, like, visual mm-hmm. image. Like, I just picture, like, this dam exploding and just, like, this blackness. Almost yeah. like. But, like, sparkling blackness. Yes. Yeah. I just thought it was a really cool, like, mental image. I love that. Mm-hmm. And then Farrah says, I was not afraid. Not with him there. Mm. I love these two. They are my OTP. I love them so I know. much. Um, so they're holding hands as she's like channeling his power mm-hmm. and he thinks, I love you. Mm. I was like, why is he telling her I love you right now? I don't know. And I don't like I it. I did not like this. You don't like it. And he does it a second time also. I'm like, this is, this is goodbye. Like to me, like, I don't think like, oh, this is sweet. He's like re- encouraging her. No, yeah. like to me, this is like a goodbye. I love you. It's it, yeah. not. It very much had those vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they managed to heal the three cracks in the cauldron. Um, yeah. Feyre felt his power begin to sputter, but she threw in her power too, just to like get them over the like finish line. Well, it makes me mad because it's like he's throwing all of his power into this. They get through the first like weld, and then the second weld, and then she like starts to feel his power kind of sputtering as they're doing the third. Yeah. So that's when she like throws her power, and I was like. You didn't want to, like, help along the way earlier. the whole time? A little bit earlier. I don't know. Just my thought. I don't know. Maybe she did, but maybe it was, like, this was, like, an extra push for her, too. Maybe. I don't know. But the cauldron's fixed. Mm-hmm. It is whole, but at this point. So she goes, we had done it. We had done. I turned. It took me a moment to grasp it, what I saw. Reese was sprawled on the rocky ground, wings draped behind him. He looked like he was sleeping, but as I breathed in, it wasn't there. That thing that rose and fell with each breath, that echoed each heartbeat, the mating bond. It wasn't there. It was gone because his own chest, it was not moving. And Reese was dead. <laughs> what? Anger. Just anger. Oh, uh, I'm like, Farah, if you had like helped out maybe a little more, Reese wouldn't be dead. I don't know. Or if we like paused for five freaking seconds and like brought Helion over or brought the like. Right. You didn't have to do this by yourself. I like don't like. Oh, uh, no. And I'm like, Reese cannot be dead. It just, it makes me so mad. No. Like, like this, this book is not worth reading without Reese. Honestly, let's let's be real. Let's be real. If like we we know what happens in these next few chapters, right? We've all done the reading. We've done the reading for this week. But if the, if like if the book had ended here, yeah, I don't know if I would recommend this series to people. I know. <laughs> I think I would have just been like so mad yes. about having gone through such a beautiful journey. Yeah. For it to end like this, I would be like, "Fuck you." Fuck you. Like, no. No. SJM would be dead to me. And it's like, I get if she had done that as like, oh, this is fair of finding herself. She became high lady. That's like, not she's what it good. is, though. No. I would have been so mad because I don't really care about Farrah. Let's be real. Like, Farrah's <laughs> I mean, fine. We, we do. We care about her journey. But. But. It's a, this, this book is a love story. Right. Like, when I talk about, like, SJM books to folks and, like, 
which series to start first mm-hmm. or like kind of giving them that high level. Yeah. I'll always tell them that like Throne of Glass mm-hmm. is an incredible like hero arc journey. Yeah. Whereas Akatar mm-hmm. is, it has that, but it's more based in like the love and relationship story. Like yeah. that's what this book is based about. Right. The love and relationship story. Yeah. You take that away. What is the point of this anymore? No. Anyway, I, maybe that's a controversial opinion. No, I don't think so. Because you ask people, like, who do you love in this book? People will be huge Nesta fans. People love Nesta. People love Reese. People love As and Cassian. Does anyone ever say, oh, I love Farah? I've never heard a single person say, I love Farah. Yes. Farah's fine. I like Farah. I I like the adventure that we go on with her. Yeah. I don't love Farah. Nobody loves Farah. Yeah. So if, like, she was the sole survivor of this, Mm. no. I don't think people would like this. Yeah. I don't think so. And, like, I'm all for, like, I, I've i read George R. R. Martin. Like, I have no problem with characters dying. Like, I do think sometimes characters dying is, like, important to the story. It is. And, but, like, this would have just been senseless. Yes. Like, no purpose. I would have been so mad. Anyway, okay. But, luckily, we have Chapter 77. Thank to, God. <laughs> to help us get through this. Um, so summary for chapter 77 is the high lords band together once more to save a hero of Brithian. Yes. Just, what are your thoughts? Like, thank God Reese comes back to life in this chapter. Yep. Um, but Tamlin, Tamlin, I am just like, what emotion is yeah. he thinking as he's healing yeah. like, or giving like, you know, his ember for Reese? Yeah. I just, I don't know. And he, then, yeah. And then Amron's alive. Like, what? <laughs> this was a, such a good chapter. Yeah, honestly, like like I said, if this chapter did not exist, yes. <laughs> this book would be dead to me. Yes. Um, but I thought Tamlin's whole, like, arc in this was weirdly, like, a non-Gryffindor moment of his. Because I yeah. feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, because mm-hmm. I know you're not super spiteful, but mm-hmm. Gryffindors definitely have, like, a pride oh, yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. So I would have thought Tamlin's pride would have, like, stopped him. Yeah. And But he doesn't, so growth i know it was very surprising very surprising okay so but at the beginning of this chapter reese is gone i just i love the the whole first page of this chapter just yep her thought process and just like how kind of just like so it starts i it says i had only silence in my head only silence and as i began screaming screaming and screaming and screaming the emptiness in my chest my soul at the lack of that bond that life I was shaking him, screaming his name and shaking him. And my body stopped being my body and just became this thing that held me and this lack of him. And I could not stop screaming and screaming. Ben Moore was there and Asriel swaying on his feet, an arm hooked around Cassian, just as bloody and barely standing thanks to the blue web siphon patches all over him, over them both. They were saying things, but all I could hear was that last I love you, which had not been a declaration, but a goodbye. And he had known... He had known he had nothing left, and stopping it would take everything. It would cost him everything. He'd kept his shields up so I wouldn't see, because I wouldn't have said yes. I would have rather the world ended than this. This thing he had done, and this emptiness where he was, where we were. Someone was trying to haul me away from him, and I let out a sound that might have been a snarl or another scream, and they let go. I just, like... It's devastating. It's devastating. And it's like, I've never... Like, I've lost people close to me, but it's never been my person. Yeah. So I just can't even... And and in one of those ways where it was like a tragic, yeah, like surprise moment kind yeah. of thing. So I can't imagine just the grief and the. Yeah. It's like your world like has shifted so quickly, and you have no idea like how to process. Yeah. So I've been having like crazy pregnancy dreams recently mm-hmm. that are just like 
very intense yeah. all the time. And as I was reading this last night in preparation, mm-hmm. I like mentally was like, don't you dare have a nightmare about your husband dying. Yeah. Tonight. Like no brain. Cause it's like, I was reading that and I just, Oh, like, like my- you truly feel the grief yes. in this. And it's like that, that is like an appropriate reaction that I feel like every person yeah. would share if yeah. that kind of experience, like even if it was like a, a car accident where yeah. it's like you survive and they've passed, oh. like, but just like that shaking their body and like not feeling that they're there, but yeah. feeling like their absence. It's yeah. just like, I think SJM does like such a phenomenal job of describing like what grief feels yeah. like in that moment. And I just really wanted to like give a shout out to yeah. that. No, I, I totally agree. And I think you see that through the rest of this book mm-hmm. and like foreshadowing with mm-hmm. like Frost and Starlight and Silver Flames to right. come. Like she has such like this amazing knack of describing mm-hmm. like very human emotions yeah. and like beyond just saying like she was devastated. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like she really sh- like, yeah. showed us devastation mm-hmm. and I agree I deeply deeply appreciate it yeah um and she's like reflecting on that the surreal had said stay with the high lord and live to see Ugh. everything righted but it was like the emphasis was on stay with stay. the high like not the fact that like he would live but she needed to stay with him so that everything would be righted and she would live mm. and I'm just like no surreal like <laughs> you're so sneaky in those words I know terrible yeah. and the other high lords have arrived mm-hmm. at this point and like Theseus was checking helion is like of course he did like they're also in shock about it right and like tarquin is trying to like console her a little bit mm-hmm. and she has this just like moment where she's like bring him back no, you say that very calmly. Well, she the, is the first, screaming. The first one oh, okay, was first like, one. <laughs> and then she shifts to screaming. Yes. Bring him back. Yeah. I just like. I know. I was, oh, it just was so intense. Mm-hmm. She's like, you did it for me. Now do it for him. And Helion's like, you are human. It's not the same. She goes, I don't care. Do it. And she was like ready to fight them. I know. And I just, I loved this energy from mm-hmm. Feyre. And I just, I was, I'm, I'm not saying I was like full on shocked, but I was surprised how mm-hmm. quickly like Tarquin was like, okay, yeah, let's go. And Tarquin is the first one to step up. Tarquin, mm-hmm. who like has low-key hated them right. this entire book. Mm-hmm. And he goes, for what he gave today and for many years before. So it's just like recognizing like he, Reese yeah. is a good person. and he, he, is. he Tarquin knows what he's done. Yeah. So... I love that. And then Helion does it, Callias, Theseus, and Baron after Moore threatens him, which yeah. <laughs> I but, love more in that but moment. But I I mean Baron like only like I, I don't even know if Baron fully hesitated. I think I Moore think was so. just like, I will kill you. Yeah. I just <laughs> I love like, the threat she feels like she needs to throw in there. Yeah. But um, no, he does the same thing. Feyre does it also. They kind of like coach her through that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we're missing one high lord. Mm. Hamlin. Hamlin. And it's kind of like he just appears there as mm. if like she doesn't really know how he knows to come. Yeah, I also wonder if he's actually just been there this whole time, but she just didn't even I, I feel notice. like that's definitely possible. Yeah. Um, so he's like studying Reese and Feyre just starts begging him. Yeah, she says, Please, please, I will give you anything. Um, and she says, Something shifted in his eyes at that, but not kindness, no emotion at all. Tamlin stood there, staring down at me, those green eyes swimming with some emotion I couldn't place. Be happy, Farah, he said quietly, and dropped that final kernel of light onto Rhysand. 
Hamlin. That was sweet. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, it's like the fact that he did it, he did it mm-hmm. was sweet. Yeah. The like notion of I almost feel like he's had this emotional journey himself mm-hmm. of letting go of Feyre yeah. and realizing that they weren't meant to be together. Yeah. Um, and so it almost feels like we're hitting that like emotional full circle and he's like, right. I just want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. Cause like how many times, I mean, you and I don't have like that many exes, but like, <laughs> but like the idea of like immediately after breaking up, you hate them, you mm-hmm. hate their guts. They're dead to you. Yeah. You want them to suffer. And then it just gets to a point where you're like, no, like mm-hmm. it was for the best. You just be happy. Yeah. Like, you're at like you, peace with the decision. I wish you well. Like mm-hmm. it's nice seeing Tamlin having hit that yeah. for himself. Mm hmm. So hopefully there's some peace he's getting within himself yeah. from here on out. He'll be able to heal a little bit. I hope so. I'm just curious, like, what she saw in his eyes. The lack of emotion is weird. Yeah. Like, you would think maybe it was pity. Yeah. Or sadness. Something. Or hatred. Something. Yeah. What What's going on in that mind of his? I don't know, but I want to know. <laughs> yep. And so Farah is back on her kind of, like, stay mm-hmm. chanting. Yep. And then she goes, um, in the silence, I began to tell him about that first night I'd seen him when I'd heard that voice beckoning me to the hills, when I couldn't resist its summons, and now now I wondered if I had heard him calling for me on Cal and Mai, if it had been his voice that brought me there that night. Which just, like, pause it. I know. <laughs> so I'm like, how do we not the very reflect? beginning. I know. I was like, how do we not talk about this in chapter 55, or 54? Like, I, f- I felt... I feel like we might have, like, very, like, I think maybe we pondered it. Maybe. But, but like, why didn't she say that? Why didn't he say that? Um, and then she goes, I told him how I had fallen in love with him, every glance and past note and croak of laughter he coaxed from me. I told him of everything we'd done and what it had meant to me and all that I still wanted to do, all the life still left before us. And in return, a thud sounded. Mm, his, his heart. It begins to beat again. Oh, he's alive. Thank God. Uh, Thank, thank goodness. goodness. Reese is alive. Um, and he tells them, someone fish out dear Amryn before she catches a cold. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Amryn's alive? Amryn's alive too. Oh my gosh. Um. So apparently we're, wait, where did it go? Um. Yeah. So he tells them that she was there when the cauldron was sealing, going wherever we go. So I reached out a hand to see if she might want to come back. She took it. She took, she his took hand. it. I love that. And like she chose to come back, like knowing that she would just be high fae, like yep. no more powers, just normal life. Normal life. Which is crazy. Oh, it's amazing. And then this chapter ends and it's just like so precious. She, go- she goes, And as Amarin smiled at me, I wondered if that had been her last gift, if it all, if it all had been a gift. It is. It's all a gift. I know. I love how that chapter ends. It's, it's just, so sweet. Yes. Okay, but let's talk real quick about this whole, like, Reese dying thing. Because I okay. have, like, on a... It's, like... I think character deaths mm-hmm. should have important movement in the story. Yeah. And I appreciate that we're able to kind of, like, with Reese's death here, kind of have, like, a full circle moment with Tamlin. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, I see a little bit of it. Yeah. But, like, to kill Reese one chapter and just bring him back to life casually the next, right. in this way, I'm, like... What's stopping the High Lords from saving themselves every single time something like this happens? That's kind of what I was wondering. I was like, it feels like there's not... There are, like, laws of, like, 
existence in the universe right like, like balance it, it was super cool like in Akatar when they brought pharaoh back because like she was this human and by giving her these kernels of their power like she became high fate and was remade yes which is different right than just this right and like helion even says this is different like yes. it's not the same thing and so i just find it not, it felt a little bit of a cop-out. A little cop-out. Like, not poor writing, but just, no. like, I thought if you were going to bring him back, like, there should have been another way to do it. It shouldn't be the exact same way. Like, it yeah. shouldn't be everybody gives a kernel of power. Like, maybe she has to go on some crazy adventure where she has to find this item that, like, is similar to the cauldron-ish. Maybe. And it's, like, by finding this, like, she can, it has Or they used power. the cauldron to do it. Right. the cauldron's just, now healed. Just something. I just felt like yeah. the not yeah cop out or a little bit a little bit like doing the same thing and i just don't understand how it works when helion's saying yeah. like it's different well and even and reese then, admits like he he still has his own powers he doesn't have any of theirs right and i'm just like but like i know i just think that should be something different i do like that it's like it brought tamlin for full circle but yes. i felt like there should have been another way to do it yeah i so. agree so, so like the idea of reese coming back to life obviously i am very pro that right but yeah this how it was done like annoyed me ever so slightly yeah i was like and maybe it's just not the next chapter like if you wanted should just, maybe like two or three chapters i just feel like you don't get the full impact of him yes. being dead it's almost just like this not afterthought the wrong word but it's like kind of though kind of it's just like oh Let he's me throw dead. one more emotional like right because it's like i love when i don't love but i love <laughs> how it's written when he dies like yeah. that he gave everything and i love like as i was saying the grief that yep. like you truly feel that and it's like i feel like you almost don't even get to enjoy sit in and sit in that feeling of grief yeah because it's just so quickly like oh okay he's just brought back to life like yeah. happy endings yeah. and i don't like that expected happy ending like i don't want it to feel like mm -hmm. you always get the happy ending so it's like maybe if we had to suffer a little in the grief yeah it would have felt more fulfilling getting yeah, Reese back exactly so that is my one like it was it just it felt a, a little off yeah no like major complaints no here, but a little bit a little bit yeah a little bit I'm glad you felt that way because I read it and I was like is it weird to feel like I want him dead or to stay dead <laughs> just even for a little just bit just for long. like two more chapters yeah <laughs> or just or like, like for the book to have ended that way you yeah know? and it's like maybe that's the next book right and that gives like favorite time to like be high lady on her own and kind of like yep. do this thing. I don't yep. know. Just I felt like there was a lot of opportunity missed with yeah. how it was done. Yeah. And like I know this is like not something fully explored in this book, but the idea mm -hmm. of like balance mm -hmm. in a universe, like yeah. between life and death. Right. I feel like something was broken here. Right. Because they make such a big deal about there being a balance, like made and unmade and like calls to like. And I just feel like it it it, does. it doesn't seem balanced yeah. by him being able to come back so easily. Yeah, like part of me, and maybe I'm just reading like too many like Hades and Persephone books right now, <laughs> but like part of me is like, no, like if he comes back to life, someone else has to die. Right. Right? Of like, important significance too. It like there's, just... some, there's a balance there, yeah. but maybe that's just not true for this world, yeah. but it definitely hung me up slightly. Yeah. All right, though. Next chapter, chapter 78. Mm -hmm. um, I put the Archeron sisters say goodbye to their father. Mm. Oh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, so um, first off, Lucian is back. Yay. That makes yeah. me super happy. Um, but it's just like a quick and quiet burial for Farrah's father. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised that none of them really have anything to say. Like, I know Farrah does her, like, blessing or whatever, but yeah. it's not 
I don't know. There's no like eulogy. Like nobody speaks up about like, yeah. like I know he was a crappy dad in the past, but like I'm amazed like at how much he's grown and like did this for yeah. us. Like kind of just, I don't know, something. But maybe it's like one of those things where like the emotions are so intense. Like, yeah. cause he went from like zero to a hundred. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, we did not get to witness and the sisters did not get to witness his like journey. Right. Into becoming stronger and right. showing his love for his daughters. And we just like, saw him as kind of a like low-key failure as a dad not super towards the end but like low-key to hero yeah practically Mm -hmm. they they missed that whole journey so i'm sure they're like overwhelmed by like yeah all the emotion all the emotions and what has happened Mm -hmm. um but yeah they go there and i think it's interesting that the king of hybern's corpse is like just still jay chilling there i I don't know why but I, i was like I feel like something like somebody would have claimed it or like so- something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I feel like we should have like taken that away. Something. But I don't know. Yeah. So Farrah goes over to join like Nesta and Elaine so they can all say goodbye, bury their father. Yeah. And I like that it's just going to be the three of them. Yeah. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. And Elaine kind of like washes his face, straightens him up, finds flowers, which mm-hmm. I think is really sweet. Um, and Elaine does say like, I love you, which I know. It's sweet. And Nessa's just kind of, she's like, she's just standing and staring, like, doesn't say yeah. anything. She's just, I think, in shock. Um, I mean, that moment was shocking. Yes. Shocking. I know. Um, which, on a side note, we got um, a message on Instagram mm-hmm. from a girl who um, is like, it, she's reading the earlier chapters um, of the book where, you know, their dad comes yeah. and dies. And she's like, I'm crying and my husband does not understand why. <laughs> and she's like sobbing and I'm like, we feel you. We feel it. We feel it. But like, it just keeps going. Like yeah. this story is just so heartbreaking. Like I wish they had just had more time together. And I, I think that's what Nesta is feeling. Yeah. Um, and I love that Farah recites the words that she heard under the mountain. It's so full circle. It's so full circle. It's like you killed these fairies and this was kind of like their parting piece. And yeah. now you're like offering that same piece to your dad. And <laughs> so I just, sweet. I really love that she did that. Yeah. And I just love this prayer too. I know. So it says, mother hold you. May you pass through the gates. May you smell that immortal land of milk and honey. Fear no evil. Feel no pain. May you enter eternity. Just like, I know. it's just beautiful. It is. Um, and then Pharaoh uses her firepower to cremate him, basically, and the yeah. ash just starts yeah. blowing away, sadly. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor family. Um, but then they get a surprise visitor. I know, Lucian. Lucian. He's back. He's uh, okay. I know. He asks Elaine if she's okay, and she asks, like, if he is okay as well. Which they're interacting, like, relatively nicely together. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, offers his apologies for their loss. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's, like, I feel like Lucian almost knows their dad better than they do. I, and that's part of what I'm saying is, like, I feel like, because later on in these chapters, like, Vasa's also talking. And I'm just, yeah. like, I, cu- I could imagine there being almost, like, a jealousy there. Of, for like, sure. You got to experience this, the best parts of my dad. Right. And I never got that. And I didn't. Yeah. Ugh. Just breaks my heart ever so slightly. Yeah. So Farrah's trying to keep it easy kind of between her, Lucian, and Elaine. So mm-hmm. she kind of, like, steps in, and she's asking, like, where he's going to go. And um, he says, who knows? Obviously, he just basically wants to stay with Elaine. Mm-hmm. But um, Farrah nudges Elaine, which I thought was interesting, and she says he should come back to Valaris with them. Yeah. Which I, I think there's obviously some shock there, but he says it would be a pleasure. So I was like, okay, Elaine. Like, yeah. 
I like this. It's a little bit of growth yes. there. Or like maybe openness. Yeah, just kind of seeing what's out there. Yeah. Um, and then Farrah kind of just goes back to her tent to find Reese there along with Miriam and Dracon. Which we need to discuss why they were fighting Jurian. Yeah, but that's next chapter. But that's next chapter. <laughs> chapter 79. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Farrah gets to chat with Dracon and Miriam before calling a meeting with all people of Prithian to discuss a new treaty. Yeah. What are your thoughts? So I know this like chapter is kind of focused on like the Miriam, Draken, whatnot, but I kind of just blew past that. It really didn't have an impact for me. I really yeah. like for me this chapter, I really felt bad for Tamlin and Eris yeah. in this chapter. And I know like there was such a small interaction and it shouldn't be that big a deal. But Lucian, like his response to both of them, it's just like it's so heartbreaking to yeah. see both of them, how they react to him. It definitely was sad. So I know that's a little bit further on in the chapter. No, but, but like, I agree. Like, I kind of blew past the Miriam and Draken thing a yeah. little bit. I and didn't I th- really care as much. <laughs> I thought I'd be very, like, invested in, like, wanting to know all about their story and nah. all this stuff. But kind of just, like, I didn't care. Especially because they chose to fight Jurian. I think that's why. I think why <laughs> I'm so pissed at them. Like, I'm like, I don't care. Why are you here? Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're, you're choosing like, to fight the good side, like, come on. Yeah. Um, so Farah asks them if they killed Jurian. Yeah. Um, and Miriam advises that more convinced them not to quote unquote settle things. I was like, really? Like, it just, Get over it's it. so annoying. Yeah. So, but I'm think, thankfully more, you know, stepped in and yeah. was able to save Jurian. I'm glad that she did that. Because, I did too. I mean, I think there was those earlier moments with Jurian mm-hmm. and more where he yeah. was like, we were friends. Like you didn't think I would, you know, yeah. be okay and mm-hmm. be good. So I'm, I'm glad Moore was almost able to apologize in that way also yeah. by helping protect him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do love that they find out that, like, Nefeli was there to yeah! fight. And I was like, that made me excited because yep. I just, I really love that whole Nefeli philosophy that they yeah, live by. like, fangirling her over her a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, let's see her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so one thing that comes out of this conversation with Miriam and Draken mm-hmm. is um, what we're going to do with the cauldron. Yeah. So their island is still secret, so it's mm-hmm. a good place to hide that. Yeah. So when this is all over, the cauldron's just going to casually disappear mm-hmm. and maybe be on their island. Who knows? Yeah, which is like obviously <laughs> smart to try to get rid of the cauldron before all the high lords start yep. wanting claim to it. Exactly. But I was also like, why is it your right to be able to dictate where the cauldron goes? Because they're the ones who saved the day, so. I, yes, but also <laughs> like, why are you trying to hide it from everybody? Yeah. And like what – Honestly, like, why are Miriam and Draken kind of trusted trusted yeah. above all the other High Lords that actually fought this whole time for it? Yeah. So I just feel like it should be one of those things where it's like, you should put it in the middle where everybody knows where it is. And it's like all all seven High Lords have to like seal it in kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, like that to undo it, like all seven have to like be back to I take like it out. I like that better too. I just feel like it's not fair that Reese and Farrah get to choose where it goes and that they choose Miriam and Draken who have hid themselves for 500 years yeah. And but I think it's because they've hid themselves so well for that long that they're yeah. just like it's better for people to just not know where it is. Where it is. Yeah. That this is a thing and hopefully it can just be forgotten. And it's like I understand where they're coming from, but, but I to also me I'm like you. I don't trust Miriam and Draken when they were over here fighting Jury and when they should have been fighting exactly. Highburn. So I kind of have a hard time with that decision. I agree. Um but we kind of wrap up with them. Mhm. Kind of, like, talking about leaving, right? Because they're taking yep. the cauldron. Mm-hmm. And Feyre was like, no, like, I want you here a few days. I'm glad you're not leaving right now. Yeah. Because I'm going to call a meeting. And yeah. so we start preparing for this mm-hmm. big old meeting, which is very ambitious. Yeah. Um, But essentially, 
She finds a place, her family's old estate. Which, which I know. Full circle. I know. It's just crazy to, like, to go back there after everything. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It was, it's weird. Very surreal. Um, um, and everyone's there. The yeah. fae, the humans, mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. So they're all filing in, and, like, Eris walks in, and Lucian dutifully ignored his eldest brother. Mm. But as Eris stood by, I could have sworn there was something like sadness, like regret, as he Mm. glanced at Lucian. It's so sad. It makes me really sad, because it's, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't think Eris is as bad as everybody makes him out to be, as more makes him out to be, and it's just, like, I feel like Eris, especially knowing that Eris was the one that told Tamlin, yes. like, way back when that, you know, Lucian was coming and he, like, needs yep. his help. Like, I just, it makes me sad that Lucian doesn't know that about yeah. Eris. And I just felt bad for him in this moment. Maybe they'll have, like, a brother-like healing moment Maybe. in the next few books. I know. That would be sweet. And then Tamlin comes in. Oh, this gets me so bad. I don't know why, but it really breaks my heart for Tamlin. Yeah. I think maybe just because of, like, his full circle moment yeah. and giving his power to help Reese. Like, it says, Tamlin's attention had gone to the clothes Lucian now wore, the Illyrian leathers. He might as well have been wearing night court black. It was an effort to keep my mouth shut, to not explain that Lucian didn't have any other clothes with him and that they weren't a sign of his allegiance. Tamlin just shook his head, loathing simmering in his green eyes, and walked past. Not a word. I looked at Lucian in time to see the guilt, the devastation flicker in that russet eye. That, like... It's so sad. Like, think back to Akatar, like, how deeply their, like, bro-ness went. Yeah. Like, they're, they were such good friends. They were brothers. Yeah. And this is what it's come to now. <sighs> just... I don't know. I like it breaks my heart so to sad. see Tamlin so upset and Lucian yeah. so upset. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a mess. And it's I part of it's also again like just like pride and miscommunication. Like yeah. if they had sat down and talked about I know. what they're like they might have not left yeah. each other on such bad terms in this mm-hmm. moment, but that's not how Nails work. And it's just, like, (laughs) such a powerful reminder. It's, like, the clothing they wear, like, has such an impact. It really does. I mean, I think back to Akatar when Pharaoh was wearing – or not Akatar. I guess it was – Mist and Fury. Mist and Fury, where she's, like, wearing the night cloak cores. Night cloak – Court. Oh, my God. Night (laughs) court clothes. Here we go. (laughs) To – when she, like, winnows back to the spring court and Tamlin, like, freaks out. Yeah. He's like, what are you wearing? And it's, it's like, similar vibe. It's, like, the clothes just mean something more. It really does. Um, let's see. The humans arrive. Grayson. Grayson. I was not expecting Grayson. First off, how is that guy alive? You know. Bryaxis. Bryaxis took care of him. That's true. Yeah. Because I was like, all these, like, humans are going to fight Faye and Grayson just magically happens to survive. Like, almost like poor Elaine because. Like, like, he couldn't die. It would have been nicer if he died (laughs) for poor Elaine. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so he's there representing the humans, and he shows up with Jurian. Yeah. Who is followed by Vasa. Yep, we got the whole crowd. I know. And this is where Vasa has her kind of moment with Feyre of Mm -hmm. just talking about, you know, her father. And she says, he was a better father to me than my own. I owe much to him and will honor his memory as long as I live. 
And it's like, that just stings. It's got to be like so hard to hear. Yeah. He was never a great father to Farrah and Nesta. Elaine, no. sure. But like Ish, but Farrah like, and Nesta, no. No, not at all. And so, and of course, that's like the moment like Nesta walks in. Of course. And I'm just like, I'm like, read the room, lady. I know. Like, say I'm sorry for your loss and just like, it's not about you and your relationship no. with him, okay? For all of like, what, a month? Like, come on. Come on. But anyway, so I like the idea of Vasa. Yeah. But like, this exchange didn't leave me like excited for future interactions with no. her. Well, and especially because it seems like she only came because she knows that Farah and all the high, high lords have like, powers yeah and she just wants her curse undone like that's yeah. kind of the vibe i'm getting like she doesn't care yeah she just wants her curse unbroken well and i i think we forget this but like she's a queen yeah so like queens are demanding in that way sometimes yeah. so maybe that's the energy we're not liking because yeah. it's not as like cooperative mm-hmm. she has that like queenly energy queenly energy but maybe. like i don't know i just don't like it mm-hmm. she's fine yeah but the firebird thing is very cool mm-hmm. um Let's see. What else? Uh, she does mention that she will need to leave soon mm-hmm. because of the bargain that their dad had struck with Koshe, who is her captor, basically. Yep. Um, but she she thinks she might be able to, like, loophole it a bit and stay for a little bit while mm-hmm. they continue to, like, heal and yeah. get out of here. Um, let's see. What else? Um, Nesta. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, Farah catches a glimpse of her holding a small wooden carving, mm. and she knows it's one that their dad had done. And I'm just like, stop. There are, I mean, there have to be memories in this house. Like, it yeah. has to be hard being there. But I just, I'm kind of surprised that there was, like, these small wooden carvings, because I think back, it's like, I, I felt like he made them to try to make money back in Akatar. Yeah. So, it's like, when they made all that money from Tamlin... Like, would he have still kept carving or was, like, did she bring this from, like, the cottage to their house, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But. Maybe maybe he kept it as, like, a memento of that time. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, very sentimental. And Farrah just, like, looks away quickly so that Nesta doesn't know that she's seen it. And, like, be embarrassed by it. Yeah. Because Nesta doesn't know how to deal with her emotions. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But Nesta's just kind of like, I don't need to be here, Mm -hmm. basically. Um, and Feyre encourages her and is like, no, like you, I want you here. Like yeah. I need you with me. And she's like, you're the one that killed the king. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you're our human emissary. Like you do need to be here. Yeah. Um, and she says she'll stay. Yep. So Feyre kind of starts the meeting telling everybody that she wants to renegotiate the treaty. Which, I mean, this is a great time for it. Yeah. But obviously that's quite the undertaking. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> Nothing with the High Lords is ever easy. Nothing with anything is ever easy true true <laughs> like literally just anything in this in this realm yeah but anywho um we jump to chapter 80 mm-hmm. uh summary is we return home to Valaris, and they all made it they like, all made they it they all made it back and like i didn't actually think this would happen i no. never thought all of them it's kind of surprising especially if you that every single one yeah that's yeah. why I, that's what i was saying about the death like i don't have a problem mm-hmm. inherently with someone dying as part of the storyline yeah. so but i also don't like it when everybody survives you know what i mean a little bit a little bit like, i mean i guess like amarin did lose a huge part of herself but like i'm trying um, i'm trying because it's like i think a throne of glass too where it's like all of our yes. characters except one yes basically survive 
Yeah. And I, I, that was like too much. Like I felt like we should have lost more, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's good to lose people. Yeah. It, it kind of progresses the story and it makes characters more valuable when yes. you know that an author is willing to kill them. Yeah. So. But like, I mean, sh- Sarah J. Mass kills people in Crescent City. A that's lot. true. So maybe we're like evolving there yeah. a little bit. I don't know, but um, listeners, my dad, who is one of the best dads ever, um, he read Throne of Glass mm-hmm. because I loved it so much, um, and I did not want him reading Akatar for obvious reasons. So, mm-hmm. like, we went Throne of Glass, and whether or not you've read the book, there's no major spoilers here, but to your point, Sarah, mm-hmm. not a lot of people in the end died. Yeah. And that was one of my dad's, like, biggest complaints about the yeah. book. He's like... I'm not saying I wanted people to die, but like, it, it's like we could have done a, a few more. I know it's like it's more, <laughs> you're more invested, like when people die, because you you know that like you have to value the characters. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. We've got plenty more books ahead. I know for so people. People to could die. still die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's gonna be what like seven, six, seven Something. books in the series. Yeah. Six plus novellas. So mm-hmm. there's time. Um, oh there's time um, I, know. I know it's one of those things where it's like i don't want it but i want it and i, I know mm, mm, mm. okay but we're all back in Valaris. so favor kind of tells her whole story to everyone um, yes followed by oh, that's right because we're still in the meeting sorry right. yeah we're still, still in the meeting. meeting um she tells her whole story to everybody and then miriam and dracon tell their whole story um yep. so they're all just trying to show like humans and fae can basically live in peace yes. kind of thing and there's a lot of discord obviously right like because Everyone, it's hard. It's hard to compromise. It's yeah. hard to find that common ground. Mm-hmm. But um, so, like the highlight of this is that while there was no clear answer at the end of this first meeting, mm-hmm. everybody at least stayed. Yeah. Like people stayed. They con. They had conversation, um, and they decided they would continue the conversation. So, mm-hmm. like those are all very good signs that we're moving towards a good place. Yeah. Um, and then Farah kind of talks to Jurian. I guess this is like as everybody's kind of filing out. Mm-hmm. She talks to him, and he says that he's been offered a position in Vasa's court. Yes. Um, and then she asks him, do you think we stand a chance of peace between all of us? And he says, yes, I do. And I didn't know why, but it gave me comfort. Yeah. And I just really like that. I don't me know too. why. I, I really like Jurian so much more reading yeah. this the second time. Like, he was such a forgotten character to me, but I Agreed. have such an appreciation for him this yeah. go around. Well, and also, like, think about it. Like, he was around for that first war where the treaty was first created. Yeah. So, like, I think if if he, who has seen mm-hmm. all of this time pass from the human side. Yeah. Like, if he thinks that it's possible, then. Kind of optimistic. Yeah. Like um, all right. So now we go back to Valaris. Yay! Yay! And I love this quote. Um, they all land there, and she says, Sunlight still leaked in through the windows of the townhouse. The scent of citrus and the sea and baked bread still filled every room. And distantly, children were still laughing in the streets. Home. Home was the same. Home was untouched. Hmm. <laughs> we're back home. But also, like, how lucky. I know. Because not everybody is like that. No, it's the like, human lands are destroyed. The summer court was destroyed. Yeah. Like, there was multiple... The spring court's still destroyed. There's plenty of yeah. places that are not. So it's like, it's kind of always lucky that... It's a little oasis. Yeah. So, um, but I love, like, Amryn. She's yeah. complaining that she'll now have to eat real food, which, like, cracks yeah. me up. Um, and Elaine, she says, the new Amron is even crankier than the old one. Mm. I was like, Elaine, look at you. It's Making so jokes. Like, I love this. Well, it's just, like, I almost feel like they've been under such immense 
pressure yeah. for so long mm-hmm. that it's like now that pressure's released and they almost can like breathe. Yeah. Like this is like, I don't know why like this moment was like so touching because it's about mm-hmm. Amron eating food. Like right. it's not. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. But it just was so touching yeah. at the same time. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you just get to be normal for a minute. I know. Ugh. Well, I should say most of them because Nesta is clearly still mm-hmm. going through it, yes. unfortunately. But they all just decide, like, let's let's open some bottles. Let's have a drink. Let's mm-hmm. enjoy I know. this moment. Oh, I love it. Um, and Farah thinks that, well, she's kind of like thinking, um, but we know that she gave Lucian a note to deliver to Tamlin, oh. which I love. And in the note, it just says, thank you. I hope you find happiness, too. Yeah. And I love that. I think it was necessary that she just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of like. Let it go. Let it, Yeah. Just to, to give it peace. Like, yeah. th- let there be peace between them. Yeah. I love the way she phrased this. She says, and I did, not just for what he'd done for Reese, but even for an immortal, there was not enough time in life to waste it on hatred, on feeling it and putting it into the world. So I wished him well. I truly did. And hoped that one day. One day, perhaps, he would face those insidious fears, that destructive rage rotting away inside him. Hmm. And I just... Yeah. I, I think it's so true. Again, I know I'm I'm very spiteful and vengeful, <laughs> so this is something that I have to constantly tell myself. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like, life is short. They almost, like, Reese, she almost lost Reese. Yeah. Like, they all almost died. Mm-hmm. Like, even though that they, even though they technically live hundreds of years because they're fae, mm-hmm. like, life's too short yeah to like, hold a grudge like that yeah mm-hmm. unless you're a Taurus. no i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's fine um but yeah so i just thought it was really moving yeah um and then the only other thing is that elaine says she wants to start building a garden yeah i just love that she said after all of this i think the world needs more gardens it That's does so sweet elaine it does and Nesta just kind of, like, pieces out. Like, she's not participating in the no. revelry at all. Nope. She just... But I think it's interesting. Like, think about at the... Towards the beginning of this book. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've almost... Not exactly flipped, but Nesta and Elaine have flipped in a way where Elaine was super reclusive. Yeah. And Nesta was unhappy and right. angry. But she almost was trying, like, because she mm-hmm. was trying to help with the war, trying yeah. to do these things. She was figuring that out. Whereas I feel like now Nesta is turning into the recluse and yeah. Elaine is Blossoming. in her way trying. Yeah. Yeah. Which hope like it seems like hers is gonna be more of like a positive trying than Nesta's was. Yeah. But they've almost switched roles in a way. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. All right, chapter 81. Yep, this one's from Reese's perspective. Yeah. And I just put a sweet moment in the kitchen for our own bat brothers. Mm, I just love getting to see Reese's point of view. Yeah. It's just always delightful. It is. It's just, it's sweet. Yeah. So he's just having a hard time believing that, like, this is real. Like, I mean, he died. I know. <laughs> and, and like, they've defeated Highborn's forces. Like, yeah. Like, I think just the whole reality of it, the fact that they're all there, yeah. they're all just living because i firmly believe that they were all convinced that they were all gonna die yeah no for sure no one was gonna live if they managed to be hybrid great but none of them would be there to see it yeah and i think reese believed that more than anybody unfortunately Mm -hmm. so it's just it's shocking for him to see it and he's having a hard time believing it yeah and Uh, it's the laugh he's like i can hear her laugh 
It's, I love that. He said, I looked ahead towards that laugh, that light, and that vision of the future Farah had shown me, more beautiful than anything I could have ever wished for, anything mm-hmm. I had wished for, on those long ago sol- solitary nights with only the stars for company. A dream still unanswered, but not forever. I just love that. I'm so sweet. I, I just love that, like, Farah's laugh is what just, like, brings him such joy. Yeah. It's sweet. It's the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Cassian and Asriel, they know their bros oh, so yes. well. They find him in the kitchen. They give him a drink. Mm-hmm. And they just have this really, like, precious moment together. I know. It's so sweet. Where Asriel is like, it's real. Yeah. Because they see him, like, breaking down, basically. Yeah. And I love Reese's comment. He goes, let's not do this again for another 500 years. Yeah. And it's just like, because oddly enough, like, that was the last time this happened so like Mm -hmm. let's give it a little bit of breathing room yeah but um uh it says asriel cracked a smile as cassian lifted a brow and what are we going to do until then yeah oh i love it and reese goes until then we enjoy every heartbeat of it yes stop every heartbeat guys stop just all the feels i know it's not like it's two pages but Mm -hmm. it's just sweet it is sweet reese's point of view man it's the best it is okay last chapter last chapter okay okay chapter 82 i put reese and favra begin life anew together relishing in the peace surrounding them it's just like so sweet i love this ending it was so good i like it when sometimes it's cheesy but i Mm -hmm. I just like it when a book just wraps up nicely like yeah. you don't have to leave me on a cliffhanger assuming that everybody's happy now because right. she could have done that like three chapters right ago. but i'm like thank you for the wrap-ups i know <laughs> what uh, are your first thoughts um so we just we start and farah is rocking some like red lacy undergarments <laughs> i love it from Re- for reese and i just yeah i love that so much definitely made me laugh mm-hmm um, and then they have like a really funny conversation where he's like, hasn't anyone told you you're disgustingly rich? <laughs> <laughs> um, because they gave them the like shop owners gave them or gave her the lingerie lingerie for free. Yeah. Um, but so they're kind of just having these like very normal conversations like, you know, is Amaranth still the second? Mm-hmm. And uh, Reese goes, she's now high fae. I'm sure she'll discover some hidden talent to terrorize us with. Yeah. And, and they decide she will be. If she wants the job, obviously. Yes. Um, And then we do get, like, a little bit emotional talking about, like, the moment he died. Mm-hmm. Um, and just how that kind of felt for both of them. Yeah. And how he had, like, lied to her. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, a super intense conversation, but they yeah. are talking about it. Yeah. And he kind of tells her, like, what he had heard when he lingered. Yeah. Basically, that he heard everything she was saying. Which is sweet. I know. And it's basically exactly what happened when she had died. It's like she hung on to that. Like, he made her linger, and she made him linger, and that's how they were able to save each other. Yeah. So it was just, it was sweet. It is sweet. But then, um, so she goes, when it's time to go there, we go together. And he goes, it's a bargain. And she says, yes, it is. And then she gets, like, a bargain tattoo. And I'm just like, that's the stupidest freaking bargain in the entire world. I was like, this is where it gets cheesy. I was like, no. To me, this is not cute. No. I don't like this. No, I don't like I was like, because that means if one of you dies, the other dies, too. Let's use our brains for a minute. Yeah. I I understand the, like, I don't understand. I haven't lost a spouse. But, like, I can 
like acknowledge that there is an intense grief yes. when you lose your other half. And especially with all of these like mating bond things, how much more worse right. it could be. But. But like, could you survive? Yes. Could you carry on their, like there's so many of. Especially like, because you're both high Lord and lady. So I was like, you're going to leave your whole night court without anybody. Anybody. That's selfish. Very selfish. Nope. I didn't like this bargain either. Yeah. I thought it was a dumb bargain. Um, but anywho, um, but speaking of bargains, <laughs> Bryaxis, <laughs> I love that. Bryaxis doesn't come back, which yeah. at first I was like, wait, I thought Bryaxis liked the library. Yeah. I was like, well, what? he must have had a really great time on the battlefield and was mm-hmm. like, let's explore. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. But I love the way Reese phrases this. He mm-hmm. goes, sweet Bryaxis has vanished. Do you know what that means? <laughs> and she goes, that I have to go hunt it down and put it back in the library. And he goes, Oh, you most certainly do. Yes. I know. I love that. <laughs> he got lucky the weaver is dead and he doesn't have to try I and know. deal with that. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, yeah. And then they go fly around Valaris together. Just like the start of an adventure. I love it. And she says, it is a gift. All of it. Yeah. We just keep coming back to that like. I know. Gift moment. It is. It is a gift. That's been, like, such a theme in the last, like, 100 pages. But, like, Mm -hmm. it's such an important thing to remember. I know. And I just – it was a sweet ending. It was a very sweet ending. And the book's over. And it's over. That's the end of season three. Oh, my gosh, people. How did we do that? I hope you enjoyed this as (laughs) much as we did. Because I thoroughly enjoyed this book so much more. I think rereading it a second time. I completely agree. Yeah. Okay, but then here's the question. Mm Mm-hmm. Mist and Fury versus Wings and Ruin. Mist and Fury. Still Mist and, I'm 100%. still Mist and Fury. I love, I agree. I loved this book so much more mm-hmm. this time around, but it's, I just think it's always going to be Mist and Fury. I think so me. too. But still 10 out of 10. Yes. This book was delightful. Listeners, um, do you, did your opinions change? Are you yeah. a Mist and Fury? Are you Wings and Ruin? Yeah. Let us I know. I feel like Mist and Fury, like. We quote that one so much, yeah. and we reference certain moments in that so much, just mm-hmm. in like the Akatar world. Akatar world, um, that it's like very top of mind for all of us. Yeah. So, did this experience alter your opinion? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, but thank you so much for coming along for season three. Yeah, this is like you. This is a lot of episodes you've listened to. This is a lot of time because yeah. Sarah and I talk a lot. Yeah. So like, thank you. Yeah, and so just much on. What's the word? Operational notes? Yeah, tactical. Logistics. Logistic. Logistics. That's the right word. Logistics. On a logistical note. So we're going to take two weeks off. Two weeks off before we start Frost and Starlight. Just because Frost and Starlight's a shorter season, we're only going to be doing five episodes. Yes. Because it's a novella. So we're going to take two weeks off, do the five episodes, and then we're going to take three weeks off before we go into Silver Flames. Yes. Um, And then also just like... We do have a mini still coming out this week. Yep. With no major spoilers, we're going to do top, like I said, we're going to do top five moments of this book. So I know some of you avoid the minis because of spoilers. This is one you can participate in with us. So feel free to listen. But after that, two weeks, and then we'll be back with the delightful Frost and Starlight novella. Yes. Um, Anything else? No. All right. We'll talk more in two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at fairies and fangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week.
Bye. Bye.